God has commissioned Dr. Albert and Pastor Jemima Mbai with the mandate of establishing kingship and priesthood in this dispensation. For we do not know how to pray like we ought to, but the Spirit helpeth our infirmities with words and groanings that cannot be uttered. Then you need to do something for yourself by standing upon the integrity and the infallible word of God by believing by faith and you can receive grace yourself the word you're about to hear will leave you inspired and transformed into what it talks about now listen I am so excited it, it's hard to express it have you gotten to that place like Jacob, when he was told that Joseph was alive, the Bible said his spirit left him. Amen. Amen. There are certain things that God is doing in this house and it is beyond strange. I want you to sit down. I'm going to read this testimony to you. Thank you, minstrels. Thank you so very much. I need to read this testimony. It says, I have never seen this experience. The family that um, this testimony is from is... Um, Sister Stella's family. I don't know if you're here in church. I want you to stand up. That's Godwin's family. Um, everybody knows Godwin, the poet who did a um, poem with um, Farida. Is everybody else? Is, where's your husband? Is he around? Is he, he, but is he in town? Or he's coming? So I need you to see we're not reading something of something. That's the lady. 11 of the members of our family are here. Let me tell you one testimony. I had to call for this family to see them, to meet with them, when I found out that the man was pastoring a church for 22 years. After 22 years, he stopped everything and moved his entire household to Latter House and stopped pastoring. When he came in contact with truth, he said, it's not I'm pastoring, I've been pastoring. He stopped and packed his whole family. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. Packed his entire family and moved to. When I heard about it, I said, No, I need to see this family. And one of the things that, um, Pastor, what's the surname? Your surname, Pastor Ag- Okebe. Oh, uh, pardon? Ogebe. One of the things he said to me, he said, When he was in that valley of decision, not knowing what to do, he has a contact, a friend, or a, someone who knows him from Russia, who calls him and said, You are at the place of decision taking step from here to here. That decision you want to take, that place you want to go, I'm paraphrasing, that is the will of God for you. And they didn't tell me. They came, they sat in church. I never knew this man was a pastor and as pastor, I didn't say he was a pastor under another pastor. He headed the church for 22 years. Or is it 20 years or let me, 22 years. Now I want you to listen to their testimony. I have never seen this experience as a testimony. You can sit down, ma'am. Until last week, Tuesday, while mommy was preaching, reality dawned on us and we now have an understanding of what happened to us as a family some time back. Are we together? We rented and lived in a four-bedroom apartment behind JMDB quarters. There were two other empty buildings in the compound which we planned to use as poultry. We prayed in the house before moving in, and after then, we never relent in praying. Not long after we moved in at different times, we began to notice strange movements within the house. We heard noise in the rooms, which none of us was responsible for. We had feelings that cannot be explained. We felt the presence of people. 
We cannot see at a close range in our rooms. We were seeing images at a glance, especially while in front of the mirror. We heard footsteps at the corridor coming and stopping at the door of our rooms. When you ask who is at the door, the door opens itself and closes itself without you seeing anyone come in physically. Now listen to me. While moving in, um, while moving in the room, you bump into something all to feel heavy with goosebumps all over your body. Some days we hear sound coming from the bathroom as if someone is bathing only to see the bathroom door open and we see wet footprints coming out of the bathroom and moving to any room at its choice. Sometimes we'll experience a whirlwind from nowhere, blowing so hard, lifting our curtains, falling things hanging on the wall. Others fall from the table and break into pieces. Our dog would bark unnecessarily and chase after things we cannot see. Sometimes the dog will run and hide in the room. We wondered if the dog was running mad. At midnight, when all have gone to bed, our television will turn on itself. When we get to the sitting room, we find no one. Some nights, we hear noises from people playing Ludo in our dining room. Somebody is hearing me. When we get there, we see only the Ludo on the table. All our electronic gadgets stop working. In exception of the television, which those things also love to watch. My children receive knocks on their door heads from time to time. Anne was stoned with a shoe on her head while sleeping alone in her room. Winnie was reading for her final exams in the guest room and a voice asked her to leave the room. The water in the tank gets finished without any one of us using it. We had a school with a population of 495 pupils at the time we moved into that house. Are you listening? We spent every cover we had without any reasonable account. We started a poultry. All the birds died. People die in that area, both young and old, from time to time. Rich men move in and suddenly lose their wealth. New buildings get dilapidated sooner than expected. Arrange the room before leaving home, you come back to a scattered house. Strange things were happening. A woman met me one day and asked, where we live. I told her and she said that the area is called Anguang Kabari. Or Anguang Mutua. She said that the whole area was formerly used as a cemetery. I ran home to tell my husband and he immediately said that we should pack into the school and we did the following day. Then we lost every one of our valuables in that house when they moved out. But we are grateful to God who watched over us and spared our lives. We know now that no one plants in the land of the dead and expects a harvest in the land of the living. Thank you, mommy, for this revelation.
I need you to clap like you have never clapped before for redemptive revelation. Redemptive revelation. God said, my people perish for what? Be seated. They don't perish because they are not prayerful. They don't perish because they don't pay their tithe. They don't perish because or whatever. They perish because they lack knowledge. And that is why I'm passionate about before having the communion, before taking it, you need to hear the truth that has capacity to make you free. We are living in a very dangerous world. We are living in a world. Now, one of the scriptures we're going to read was what Lacon read to us today when he talked about massive corrupt cultures. Amen. Now, these cultures are not found outside. These cultures are now in the church. Are you listening to me today? And I will obey the voice of the Lord and keep talking about what he sent me to talk about. Because it is he that will honor the word he has sent. It is only the word he has sent that he will honor. Are you listening to me? So it's way beyond just preaching a sermon. When I, oh my God. When I was done with service last week, I tell you the whole of that week till today. I'm receiving messages that are unbelievable. Someone sent me a message. He said he buried his own father in the Apollo. <laughs> in the Apollo was where he buried his father. Somebody told me, he said, he's from Akwaibom. He said, is it Akwaibom or you? I don't know. But he's that side. He said they don't have burial ground in their community because everybody is expected to bury inside this house. Are you together with me? Now, these cultures came to the church. For what reason? And I'm going to read you some scriptures today. We are continuing. Fact versus what? Truth. It's a fact. They don't have burial ground. But what is the truth about burials? What should we know about items of dead bodies belonging to us? What do we need to know? You have no idea that there are certain things that are speaking in your life. You are doing... See, are there people in this hall who will say, Pastor, I used to go search my life. Why am I still here? I look left, I look right. I'm looking for the sin that has kept me here. I can't find it. Are there people like that? I am not a sinner. I am not... I'm not. I'm not wicked. I don't used to do anything that anybody... I have seen even wicked people prosper. I don't know what I did. We are many. It was being in that position that sent me to the place of prayer that God began to show me. Amen. Amen. Began to talk to me about how my life is supposed to be factored and how my life is supposed to be fashioned. And that is why I bring to you this type of truth with so much passion. Last week we left here 15 minutes ahead of the normal time we would have closed, but who cares? Amen. God wants you free. God wants you delivered. God wants you to receive knowledge. So that you, do, you get out of the bondage. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 1 to 5. Let's read that. 
Leviticus 18, I'll read certain portions. I'm reading from the New King James. And then the Lord spoke to Moses. If the media will put it, I want us to read verse 1 to verse 5 first, then I'll jump to uh, verse 24 to 29. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord your God. This message was to which people? So that I'll know you're here. That's why I ask those questions. So that you are not just in church, sitting down physically, but that you are here. Amen? Amen. Who was this message to? How many people here are children of Israel? Amen. According to the doings of the land of Egypt, where you dwelt, what did he say? Which means there are things that the people of the land of Egypt that you are living in, that they do. It belongs to Egyptians. Not you. Right? He says, and according to the doings of which land? The land of Cana, where I am bringing you to. So, I'm taking you out of Egypt where you are living. But even the Cana you are going to, they have things that they are doing. Right? He says, you shall not do. Nor shall you walk in what? Their ordinances. So what are you supposed to do? You shall observe whose judgment? God's judgment. And keep whose ordinances? God's ordinances. And do what? Say it out loud. I am the Lord your God. He says, verse 5, You shall therefore do what? Keep my statutes and my judgment. Which if a man does, Anyone who does and lives according to the statutes and the commandments of the Lord, the Bible says you shall do what? You shall live. So then, if you don't live by them, what happens to you? Or if you don't obey or stay by the, you don't keep the statutes and the judgments, you are calling death. There is a behavioral pattern, a custom, a massive corrupt custom of the Egyptian. So somebody will say, but I have come out of Egypt. I'm now living in Cana. Then he said, even the Canaanites. That is the people in the land of promise. They also have things that you should not do. Who is listening to me today? Listen, if I begin to talk to you about the things that the church has engaged itself in that God is not interested in, we will do this series for another one year. So the devil came, took our focus and put it on her tie. So that we will not focus on truth. He kept our focus on, don't wear trousers, don't put eye pencil. Is that a Christian sister? They say, oh, the devil now comes to church. No, he's living in that house that has a graveyard that you are coming from. So, somebody can live with a dead body and be uncomfortable with a sister with makeup. A living being. I gave the media a picture. I want you to put it up for me. This is a picture I saw recently of a family. You can see the house. 
on the right hand side. Eh? What is that on the ground? It's a grave of their father that just died. The man with the white t-shirt on that side. There's a, there's a guy with a black t-shirt at the back near the wall. Near the house. Between him and this man in white is the reservoir where they drink water. Yes, you guys with the TV can see it better. That's the reservoir where they drink water. And they, that's a hole behind the two of them. And that is the grave of their father. That's where the man is buried. And these are church-going folks. When they go to church, what does your pastor tell? What does their pastor tell them? Mata sunla la che se de sudinga zua church ba dan kwali shine eje binne gawon a chicken gidem. But because of a lack of knowledge. Is the story is about how Moses divided the Red Sea. Meanwhile, you are not drawing from the render of the wells of salvation. The Bible talks about the wells of salvation. This thing is not oracle. It's not being eloquent. It's knowing the precept, the statutes, the commandment of God and living by them. Let me talk to you a little bit about Egyptian practices. Something that will shock you. It's called embalmment. Amen. My prayer is that trust me and follow. Just follow. This pastor has no interest. In confusing you. But bringing you the word of truth. That will deliver you. And the actions you will take. Will be so revolutionary. People will not understand why you are behaving that way. But you love your deliverance enough. To take some crazy actions. (laughs) You tell me. Why this will not be happening. To this family. Explain why. A school of close to 500 children. The moment they got into that place. (laughs) Their investment vanished. When I heard that this pastor. I didn't know about this. When I heard that this pastor closed this church. I said I want to see you and all your children. They say 11 of you are in Latin. I said yes. They came to my office and sat down. I said, Pastor, you pastored for 22 years. He said, yes. Then I asked him a question that shocked me to my bones. How much are you earning as a pastor? He said they've never paid him. They say they told him that he's working for the Lord. He has been living Whatever, I don't know. Do I call that one living? He has been existing. Pastoring a church for 22 years. And there is a senior pastor, president, and founder who sent you to go and do branch. Who leaves you like that? All the adults in the family, I say, all of you, go and bring your name and bring whatever. 
If you didn't get your reward there, let me defend my father. Because you did it in the name of my father. You did it in the name of my father. All the, when I told them, see, I, I, I didn't say I went to pray. God said, do this for them. No. I, I didn't go to pray. Then God said, do it. As soon as I made that pronouncement that this is what I want to do, everybody in the family dropped on the ground. They could not believe it that a day like that will come. I'm sure in their head they started calculating how much this thing is in figures. They, they dropped on the ground because my father's name is at stake. I don't know who those people represent. I don't know who sent them to do ministry, but I know who sent me. I know who I gave my life to. And my father does not do that to people. He said, I have not called Jacob to serve me or seek me in vain. That is why the only place they can afford is a graveyard. I said we are going to talk about Egyptian practices. A few weeks ago, I read you a scripture here in the book of Nehemiah where the priests of the temple, the Babylonian system of finance that runs in the church, how he took a man called Tobiah of a Babylonian system and kept him in the treasury. Now we have a new enemy in our midst. They are bringing the dead to live with us. Those churches that condemn trousers cannot see wrong with this. They cannot see wrong with this. A lady said to me last week, Tuesday, I'm talking about Mary, going home. She said, Mom, I know a family. I went to visit. See, the, no, not Mary, um, Deborah. The father's graveyard, or is it the mother's graveyard? Is at their dining table. He's at their dining table. So the dining table is on top of the father's head. That's where they are supposed to eat. How can they ever see food? As I see me, how can they? Do you know? Do you know, I honestly didn't come to church today to preach. I came to ask you, where is our head? Muslims don't do embalmment. They know that the dead should not be amongst the living. Somebody died in the morning on Monday by evening. You are helping me preach now. It's good. It's good. We are all worried about this thing. Because, Mommy Benebo, Satan knows, sit down, Satan knows that that act births a covenant of lack, births a covenant of disease. So his children, he taught them not to do it. Then he sold the idea to us in the church and we bought it. Some of us will keep our fathers in the mortuary for years. (laughs) 
Embalmment is a tradition of Egypt. Hey, oh, pastor has come with another one. Yes. I am not coming with anything. I'm coming to you with the word of the Lord. That father that is saying, when I die, you will do me ceremony. Ceremony is for the living. It's appointed unto man to die once. After that is not ceremony. After that is what? My father died at 9 a.m. By 12 noon, he was buried. When I arrived from Meduguri to Bauchi, where he died, he had already been buried. They took us to a place where they buried him. My father told us, anybody that loves me, tell me now, Don't tell me when I'm dead because I won't be hearing you. You are talking to carcass. He said, if my body stays, if I die at night, then wait till morning. As the sun is greeting you about to stand up, go and dig ground. Don't make announcement that everybody in the family must see my dead body. So keep it until everybody come to see. I didn't even understand the place of that in scripture. And we today would look at him and call him an ignorant man because he doesn't have a PhD. Then a professor would take his father and keep him in the mortuary. Yes. Yes. A man in Inewi was kept in the mortuary for six years. They kept him for six years. Walking, walking, gathering all their income. So that they can give him something they call a befitting barrier. The customs of Egypt. Pastor Anne, what is a befitting barrier? Sit down. What's a befitting barrier? Where is it written that if you are buried in a casket, that is befitting? If they wrap you inside cloth, that, that if that casket is befitting burial, Jesus didn't have it. This is the time where you will choose oh, whether you want to be a Christian or a traditionalist. traditionalist. You don't marry these two together. You cannot come to the church of Jesus Christ with the customs of your village. We are not as a church born of God to exalt your custom and tradition. We are here to exalt the tenets of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the gospel said a man dies. Bury him. I know that there are circumstances under which you cannot bury immediately. One day, two days. Worst case scenario, one week. So many testimonies of death or stories of death in the Bible. Which one did you hear? When Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, Lazarus was four days gone. Where was he? They said, we cannot, when Jesus said, open the door. He said, no, 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 Lord. By now he's smelling, meaning they did not embalm him. Why do you think by the third day, they took spices to the grave? 
we invest in embalming dead bodies. That, so that they don't rot, ba? That is how you never see fruitfulness. When you come to take communion, see, take the one that will break everything down in your name. Because there are certain things you were not there, but they said all our family, I come representing all our family. Trust me to say I am not a member of your family. There is a family I belong to. It is the family of Christ. We celebrate death more than we celebrate. Sister, somebody came to my house and we had a conversation. Somebody who, who knows um, Matthew Owojaye's family. How many people have heard about Pastor Matthew Owojaye? Praise God. How many people know him as a pastor and a very serious one at that? You also know his wife passed away. Is either last month or two months ago. Amen. And this brother was sharing with me. A couple of people came to the house on their way to Bauchi. They, they, they stopped by on Sunday. Then they started to share. They said they didn't know that Momia Owojaye did this much work in the kingdom of God. Because after she died, they did a concert somewhere in Kaduna to honor her. And missionaries came from bushes. Families came from wherever to begin to talk about how her life impacted them. When he was sharing some of the testimonies, the question in my heart was that when she was amongst the living, did she hear it? When she was amongst the living, what did Mommy Owojaye hear? They will not talk about Oedepo now, except the private jet he's doing. The people he's even blessing are not telling anybody. He built houses and distributed to 400 families. Take for free. They are insulting him on social media. Nobody is talking. When he dies, people will bring out money. Are there parents in this house? You and I owe it to the generations ahead to tell them, celebrate us now, not when we die. Say it to the hearing of your children. If they have something to say to you, they should say to you now. Not when you are dead. If you have a person in your life that has been a blessing, let that person hear it. Out of the blues, not birthday, not a marriage, anything. Just out of the blues, celebrate another human being. Not when the person dies, you write eulogy. That means that you are operating an Egyptian culture. It's only Egyptians that we heard mummies from. They will keep the dead. They have the... People will die before die enter the world. They have their corpses. Because they believe that there is an afterworld that they are going into. And when they go, they will need their body. So if you are embalming people and keeping, you are an Egyptian. And I hope you know, Egyptian doesn't make heaven. Egyptian system is not talking about Egyptian location. It's a system. <laughs> yes, he's your father. Fact. Yes, you love him. Fact. Yes, he was a blessing to you. Fact. But the truth said he is no longer here. 
put him in the grave, however you want to call it honorable. Put him in the grave. Jesus got to the entrance of the city and Mary heard that Jesus was here and she left and ran out. Then they say, oh, she's going to the graveyard to go and cry because the body is not in the house. She followed to the outskirts of the town and when she got there, she saw Jesus. Then he said, Lazarus, do what? He said, my Lord, don't you know that by now he's smelling? Because the Gayamutu, we took him to the grave. That is what the Israelites do. Then God woke up one day and saw that the Israelites were copying the culture and the customs of the Egyptians. So he came to them with this scripture we have just read. Okay, let's jump our reading to verse 24. We are going to read all the way to 29. You are seeing this one, it's inside Bible. Do not defile yourselves with any of these things. For by these things, the nations are what? Now me write them. Which means when you cohabit with the dead, what are you? Defiled. How does God now relate with you? Suits have finished in the world that you have to go for your wedding in your father's suit. My father kept it for me. There was something I wanted to do before. Thank God for God. I wanted to keep my wedding gown. He said, they will keep my wedding gown. When I'm, then one day the Lord told me, he said, how early do you want to die? Since your, your children will wait, that means... <laughs> do you understand? If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you are finished. Did, did you hear what I said? You are finished. Have a relationship with Jesus, not a relationship with church. Relationship with church has its place. What you need is a relationship with Jesus so that he can talk to you. A man came to my house one day. He said, you say God talks to you. How? Well, he talks to me because he's living. He's not there, so he talks to me. And he wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to you. But you have refused, anybody who is hearing me, you have refused to build that relationship. Even a human being that is physical, if you do not talk to that person, there's nothing a person can do. He asked me, say, you want to do, because I saw it in the movie, how the, the girl wants to get married, they will take her great-great-grandmother's wedding gown and give it to her, and I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Aww. <laughs> how many people have thought of it before? You have heard it. You have heard it done, that you can keep. So I wanted to keep my wedding gown. Then we, God allowed Daddy and I to get so broke, one woman came and bought the wedding gown. <laughs> I was so angry. He said, then he asked me, say, how long? do you want to live? Because obviously you are calling death more than anything else. You, you, you should be thinking of living proper inheritance for your children. You are thinking of living wedding gown. In your head, what should you be thinking of living? Landed properties. You should be thinking of living accounts. You should be thinking of living resources that your children will never worry about is there or is there not. But he said you carry wedding gown and keep Say, that's what you want to. By the time your grandchildren or your children want to marry, fashion has not moved. 
somebody who was in the meeting who doesn't live in this town, but come, came you know, to town for something and came for the meeting, sent me a message. She said, I wish that I heard this message since. She said, my mother died. You know how? Because she was suffering whatever, whatever, marital or some family, some, some sort of pressure. She went to her father's grave. I began to talk to the father. Say, see how they are punishing me. See how they are suffering me. See how this is happening. Three days later, she dropped and died. She told me, she said, mom, I wish, hey, pastor, I wish that my whole family heard this message. My mother would not have died. This thing is not a play, it's not a joke. Now, I perceive in my heart two categories of people here. People whose living parents have given them instructions to carry out when they are dead. See, I come to church to be an oracle of the Lord. You get what I'm saying? Nobody is going to, there's no reward in lying to you. You have instructions. I didn't say the parent is dead or maybe he has just died, I don't know. But you have instructions what to carry out after I am dead. From supposed family, whatever, whatever. Let me see your hand. Because I want to give you instruction. I want to give you instruction from the living God. Raise your hand. If you are bold enough, stand up. They are alive. If I die, this is what I want you to do. Now, take that decision. It's to you I'm talking now. Those of you standing. Take that instruction home. Juxtapose it with the word of God. I have instructions that I've given to my children. But the thing is that both me and my children will be old about the same time. I'm 26 years older than Stephanie. By the time I'm 100, how old is she? Eh? 74. Is, is, she, is she, are we not age mates or about that? <laughs> Amen. So it will be maybe them Jota I'm thinking to carry out those things. Do you follow what I'm saying? If the instruction you are given cannot be defended by scripture, I've given them instructions like what they are hearing me preach. Don't keep my dead body. You want to gather people from where? Why didn't God gather them before I died? Righteous men will carry their leg, put on the bed, and give up the ghost. They summon their family when they are alive. But when the dead begins to call you, listen to me as your pastor, because I'm only mandated to instruct you. Your job is to follow it. If you don't follow it, you get the repercussion. There's something I can do about it. We can only go and cry over your own grave. Because at that time, I am not under any obligation and I'm not going to be jacked by God for what you didn't hear. I hope you are listening. You cannot be summoned by the dead. Baba has died. Stop everything you are doing. Stop everything you are doing and start coming. Then you hear that one died on the road. The other one had... How many people am I talking to here now? The other one did that one... Hey, hey. 
We are going to get married. We have one old uncle in the village. He is the custodian of something and something. We must all travel and go there to go and see because it's our family compound. Inside that compound are graveyards. The dead are summoning you to go and answer. Then you, the girl, because you don't understand that your destiny is at stake here, you will tell the brother, this is what we have to do. If you are above 18, go to court. If court weds you, I will wed you. Me, 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 I will wed you. Wallahi, Wula. You are above 18, go to the court of law. Court of law sign you certificate that you are married. Come and meet me in the office. You don't need wedding gown. You don't need it. You don't need wedding color and bridesmaid. You don't. In my office, by the see, when I pronounce you man and wife, it's not that gown I wear. It's not the location. It is a calling. It's oil poured. So I say, I pronounce you. Period. Yes. And the only thing they can say, there's one woman. They have been saying it before. Yes. At the grace. There's one woman, mana. Need one woman, Nashaji. My yane, wanene, menene, natana shenjini. Don't mind. The sapin nasha. The young man sakesha. The delicate guardian lack of a man big and tossy. Who is hearing me tonight? Go and take that instruction. Juxtapose it with the word of God. If it's permitted, if it's a righteous instruction, follow it. If it is not, drop it. If that person is alive, that gave you that instruction, say, when I die, do like this. Tell him, I go to Latter House Christian Center. My pastor's name is Jemima Mamba, and she showed me from the Bible. I cannot follow this your instruction. It is not in the Bible. Are you listening to me? Then let the person as a living being fight you. Let the person will say, if it's a woman, she hold her breast. And say, if I am my, your mother, I call, who gave you that breast? Who gave you the breast? A curse that is causeless shall not alight. So why are you afraid of curses? They say, the pastor say, if I leave, he will curse me. Sophia, wow. Did you hear me? I didn't say throw away the instruction. Juxtapose it with the word of God, side by side. Does this thing honor God? Yahweh. Does he honor God? If he doesn't honor God, throw it. Because your creator is the one you are mandated to obey. Not the channel through which you came to the earth. I am also a mother. I'm a parent. And I'm saying this to my children are here. They get the city, they also hear. So I cannot shoot myself in the foot. Because these my children will remind me. I know them. They will say, mommy, but you said when you were preaching that day. They have the city. I told Stephanie, I said, seed, 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 seed. Leave some as harvest. She said, hey, you said. The moment she said, you said, I said, it's okay. God forgive all of us <laughs> together. <laughs> that tells you that I still there here. Sometimes this flesh is pain in person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody followed me home last week. Say, Pastor, what kind of pastor are you that will stand up and say, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that in the presence of the people? I say, Yes. However, I fake in front of you. 
There is a God who knows me. And my prosperity and lifting is in his hand, not in the hand of my hearers. So I'm under obligation to be truthful before him. I went to church. I told her, I said, people of God, I prayed throughout yesterday night. I didn't get a message from God. <laughs> so, this morning now, I don't have a message. You know what we are going to do? Let us just worship God. Though. Let's just all sing. Choir, come back. They came back. We sang and sang and sang. The deliverance that God did in that church that day is greater than if I had come. I'm a pastor. I must have a message. I'm forewarning you in case. Somebody will now say, Allah come at now. She doesn't have message again. All the scriptures I know, why didn't I just take one and start reading it? It's not about just reading it. If your passion is to bring deliverance to people. So somebody cannot sit down and assume a role above God. That person cannot. She don't live that life. Are you listening to me? So juxtapose the decision. Is that decision contrary to the instruction of the Spirit of God? If it is, erase it. If it is not, go ahead and carry it out. But don't be summoned. Sit down. Don't live your life being summoned by the dead. So pastor, how do we do it? We are living in Joss. Our father is living in Portacourt. He died. How do we do it? Abby, what should we do? Who is your father living with? If your father is living with somebody, they bury him immediately. Then at the convenience of the family, Listen to me. At the convenience of family, you can all come together and do your mourning. Because there's even a mourning that God said, let us not mourn as they who are without hope. Do you understand? There are those, who, you know this person lived a good life. You can never know whether somebody is in heaven or hell. But at least you can know that this person lived a good life. So you can perceive in your heart that this person is in heaven. But you don't stop crying. Because the spirit of pity party comes around you, you cry and cry and cry and cry. Because somewhere Satan sold you a lie that if you don't cry annually, that the person will be angry with you in heaven. See, the person has no business with you. I said the person has no business with you. Say if I take that picture and bring it down from my house, my father will be angry. My late father, he's called late. Which means anything you want to do, it has passed. Who is hearing me today? My late mother will be angry. See, I don't know if anybody can love mother more than I love my mother. I miss that woman. It's not even funny. I miss her. It's not even funny. Days have come upon me. Dragon Slayer, Crowbar, Abubuan, Abubuan, all those titles. Days will come, I want to talk to my mom. I want to just go and say, Mama, kaza, 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 kaza. Do you see how Yope, instead of giving me one head of gongong, she gave me half. Why? Do you understand? Pressures of life and ministry. Every girl, every woman has a girl inside of her. She wants somebody to also talk to. Amen. Do you know what you do in such situations? You don't go to the dead, you find the living. That is why the Bible talks about elder women in the church. That is the reason why I have people like Mommy One. 
that if those days come, you must have mothers. You see, I'm not just talking spiritual mother. You must have older women who are sound in the things of the spirit that you can visit. See, you are stupendously blessed. You need, one day, you, you are preached against coke so much, but that day you feel like drinking coke. You just go to mommy one's house and say, mama, I want to drink coke. Or, Professor Mbaya has said the one that makes you want to strangle him. You know right now that he's sleeping is the best time. No forensic. Nobody will check and know. <laughs> Amen. This is the right time. They don't do autopsy in Nigeria. You just come to church the next Sunday and say, mm, uh, 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 now here we do. Ah, yeah. You pray, cry it internal and auto. Right? <laughs> See how they are looking at me, the pastor, do you know what you are saying? I know. I'm married to a human being, not a spirit. He gets me angry? Yes. I get him angry? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yes. One day I heard he gave one man of God 100,000. That day, them LC and Pastor Sandra were around. So I just said, Ah, Daddy, why did you do that? So that they would not learn bad thing. When I went to my office, I picked the food. I said, I this is the same man of God that you know he's doing like this, he's doing like that you want to condemn me and my children now you do one thing you will send me 100,000 as redemption for that you can't Stephanie, So you these ministers don't look at me. Mrs. All of us used to do it. You know they see Pastor Stephen in church, oh, nice man. He just he's only on that nose. Yes, yeah, so that's a hide. There are days. And you know, as he's mirrored, I believe, as in certified. So don't be looking at me like that. I will look and say, that is the time to now just say, I want to go to Mommy One's house and drink ice cream to exhale. She used to do it with that Pastor Georgie. You know, he's not around now, so we can talk about it. He will never hear because he doesn't used to buy CD all the time. Nora will call me. Nina kasheshi fanche, nkin kasheshi. Kinga kyeyezu nkin kasheshi. Nina da anointing say mu resurrecting shamaya denjijiki. I told this one one day I say, let's lock him in a room. Where nobody will see us because me say I'm tired of him as his pastor. You man you are tired. Let's that that pastor Maxwell. I say let's beat him. Let's beat him. Beat him. You kick his bum bum and kick his head. You kick when we are tired. We sit down and tell him, are you now ready to be born again? How can your pastor tell you that? Well, 
After that, I repented now. I now told God, don't let me to be talking like this. In Jesus. <laughs> but I was very angry. Amen. I said, amen. amen. We need older women in our life. No human being. The reason why we stand up and do wrong things is because we don't have a support system that we have created. Somebody you can talk to. The smell in your bum bum. And it is a smell in your bum bum at that time that somebody needs to help you clean. We don't have that in the church of Jesus Christ. Everybody is on his own. The pastor is too spiritual to have companions in church. So, we, the Egyptians have that. If we want to copy the culture of the Egyptians, why don't we copy the good ones? Why is it keeping the dead in our houses that we've chosen to copy? You want to marry, they will send you all kinds of long lists of wickedness. Long lists of evil. Read the Bible and find out how dowries are paid. It's the choice of the man. Hallelujah. Bible said, and the servant of Abraham went to the house. When they finished negotiating that this is the wife, the guy said, carry on, be going. Then he brought out the gift. We have developed a culture called list. Egyptian. It is Egyptian. Pastor, why are you talking like this? See my child. She got married. She got married. She got married. My husband's relatives, my own relatives started talking. We don't even know the guy. They didn't bring him. Were you there? When I went to the labor ward, is she your child? You want to see the boy? You will see him on the wedding day. If you don't want to come, don't come. Yes. I told him, my husband said it to his relatives. I will not subject this boy to traveling around the whole world so that all of you will see him. I will send you WhatsApp picture of the boy. He's coming on Friday. I'm not kidding. Ask him. Stephanie, where did you people go to introduction? When you are where? With whose house? Whose uncle? Which auntie? Which anywhere? Did you go anywhere? Even in Meduguri. Their relatives living in Meduguri. They didn't go. Eh, pastor. Let me ask you. Where did... See, when Isaac married, the father and the mother of the girl didn't see Isaac. He was in another town. Let's do Bible, if we're going to do Bible. He was in another town. They, he came, the servant came in the name of the father of Isaac and gave them gifts and they gave him a wife. 
He brought the Bible said in the evening. Isaac came out. Then he saw the entourage coming. When she asked, Rebecca asked, who is that person? They say, that is the man you are going to marry. Scripture says she came down from the horse and moved towards him. Then he took her to the house of his mother. Because the mother left house for him to bring. Wife too. So today we put people inside motor. Eh? We have one uncle. In fact, you go and you go to the ancient rivers of books to find where your relatives are living. Go to that house and see on the road they die. You must wait in so 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 place. Then you hear the boy is now traveling to go and greet ancient idols. Then he dies on the road. Then they say, Damn, I'm a Kipani. Today you will go home and start another conversation. Our daughters don't know what to do. They don't know what to do because we have put them under some rules and regulations that are not birthed by the Spirit of God. Pamsha came and asked us. He said, Sir, where will we go to greet him? Daddy asked him, He said, Who born this speaking? It's me and this woman. You have seen us. It's finished. You are not going anywhere. Then he said, okay. <laughs> Daddy and I said, okay, will we do list? I said, okay, so that people will not say, people had already started talking that she must be pregnant. Or must be something. I said, so let's do list. When we did the list, we, me and Bamshak and Stephanie traveled to Dubai and bought the list. <laughs> Bamshak said, mom, allow me to buy something. I said, buy pant and brazier. Yeah, mommy. I said, whatever you want to see on, on your wife, bye. Then somebody, I don't know what happened. When they came, see Bam Shak's mom here. When they came to our house for greeting, then I saw cola, I saw yam, and so I asked Bam Shak. I said, Bam Shak, he said he concocted this to give his because it doesn't make sense to him that this is what we are going to do. I I told him, I said, Jesus gave us this child free. She's not for sale. She is not for sale. There is no amount. You know, the people who do this thing, poor, broke people who have no future, no account, no nothing, then they use their children to put them on Molech. Out of it, they now have money. Some of us come from cultures where the father will build foundation and leave it here. When you make mistake and enter there, say, oh yes. Since you have come, you, you will roof this building for me. That is how you will take my daughter. Massive, corrupt cultures. I love you too, sweetheart. Massive, corrupt culture. I believe that you are here in this latter house to hear the truth. Let's not hear it that parents... Sharon is going to get married. Maybe one of your daughters, Jojo, will see. You give me list. That is the day I will tell my child. I take authority as a pastor. Go and wed in the court. Come, I wed you. When we finish, let's start suing ourselves. Let's be going to court. Naira for Naira. Let's go. The girl is 18. 
Booker, you know we have crazy lawyers in this house. Booker has it at the back of his car. I am a lawyer. Trouble is my work. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It will show you how by the constitution of Nigeria, she is married. Why? Because court has wedded them. Why do you even take pleasure? Listen to me. If you see me and Babja gossiping about Stephanie, I, 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 which word will I use? I attracted for myself a son because I removed burden. I said, I, I attracted for myself a son. I'm in the bathroom. Babja will come and bang the door. Finish and come out. Are you changing skin? I say, if I come out, <laughs> you will know what I. I will, I, I'm telling you, I remember one instance in Dubai. I wrapped a towel around my body. I ran after my child. He came to the corridor and said, come out. <laughs> come out. I said, hey, 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 you are daring me. He said, mom, you come out with this towel. Come out your son in a bitchy corridor. We are running. <laughs> Hallelujah. You live long. A merry heart does good like medicine. He's your son-in-law. So you are frowning. Are you a witch? You are a Christian. The spirit of Christ inside of you. It is not hatred that will make somebody come to your house and say, I want to marry your child. Somebody say, I want to be part of your family. Why do you want to torture that person? You become a nightmare instead of a dream. Egyptian culture. I pleaded with people not to stop coming to church. Fact versus truth. Yes. This is the truth. Naked truth. Naked absolute down to earth hard truth. Some of us are naming our daughters the cars we are going to drive. Instead of naming our daughters the cars we are giving to their husbands. Egyptian culture. Where a man wants to marry. Say Yakusa Mutua. Say our dead are controlling us, then the living we want to kill them. You are hearing the truth of God's word. Hmm. Scripture said, verse 24, let's read again. Do not defile yourself with any of these things, for by all these the nations are defiled, which I am casting out before you. Their defilement is why God is casting it. For the land is defiled. Therefore, I visit the punishment of what? It's iniquity upon it. And the land does what? Vomits out its inhabitants. But what should the righteous do? You shall therefore keep my what? And my what? And shall not commit any commit any of these abominations. If children getting married, families will put their head together to give them a solid foundation to start with. Most of our young men will not be single. If my son wants to marry your daughter, yep, 
and we sit down together to say, okay, mother to mother, it is my son, it's your daughter. Between you and I, what are we going to do to help these children? What we have, okay, let's pay for three years' rent for them. Let the fathers do sofa. Let the other ones do bed. Let this, if that is least, then let's list amongst us adults and do. Then give it to our children. If parents will do what the Abrahamic covenant does, they will be getting married like this. But the reason why tribalism has entered is because you know this woman is from so-so-so tribe. And in their tribe, they lynch the men and use them as sacrifice. If you make the mistake and enter into this house that you want to marry, your intestine, they will sell it in the open market. People who do that are poor even in their spirits. So, Yarin and you did your own responsibility and you want to get paid for it? Do you pay your annuals for pooing? My sister, she's looking at me with such shock. Do you pay your annuals for pooing? Do you tell your mouth, oh, thank you for chewing this food well and not allowing it to pass through my toe? Take money. Paying your children's school fees is their right. Giving them house is their right. A roof over there is their right. Clothes is their right. Love is their right. Why do you demand payment? Why? Do you think that if I had treated Bamsha badly, he would be in this latter house? Every day I'm full. It's me that will be telling Bamsha, Bamsha, please. Slow down. Slow down. We close from work. Me and Stephanie will go home and be calling him. He will say, hey, we, have, we have not finished our prayers. We have not, after he appraised people, he appraised himself, he appraised the hotel, he will appraise. Come back and eat. One day, I told him, I said, if you're not in this house by 5 p.m., you will know I'm the senior pastor, president and founder, dragon slayer, crowbar. That day I will become the evil spirit that will finish you come back home. My daughter was excited as I was saying it. Whose ministry is it? Whose church is it? He has every right to collect this girl and go to another town. Where will I see him? Where will I see Jamil? Where will I see uh, Jotam? Where will I see Ashira? When you are planting evil in the life of that child that is going to marry your daughter, do you know what you're doing? You are not cheating that child. You are losing your own child. I came back from the U.S. in January. They have been in my house since that January. They fixed their own house. They then I told them, go. They say we are not going. <laughs> in the night, what? what Bamshak is on the couch. I'm in the next couch. Stephanie is in that place. Jotam is on the floor. All. When Sharon and Ashira uh, and, and uh, Jot, uh, Joshua come back, we are all in the room. This one will go and peace, come out. The other one will go and peace and come back. The other one will go and peace and come back. As if it's roll by road, Nigeria Limited. <laughs> I don't know where hatred gains for you. I don't know where it gains for you. Culture never wins relationships. It only kills it. 
It only kills it. I began to pray. Father, thank you for my eight children. And people around me, I said, you are for? I said, this for are bringing me four more. So I began to enlarge my spirit. People look at me and Bamsha and say, see, we are traveling several times. They will look and say, oh, this is the girl that married your son. Yeah. Because he looks more like me. So one day, Stephanie just vexed with Bamshak out of the blue. Say, look at you, mother snatcher. <laughs> Everywhere we go, you'll be saying, my mother is your mother. Say, hey, hey, hey. Stay here and be kidding. I'm about to collect your father. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, 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 oh my God. What else would, I, would my life have been if I was living in, in law? Where is the benefit of in law? The only time in-law was mentioned was when one woman was sick. <laughs> so Jesus went to pray for the mother-in-law of Peter. Maybe the woman was causing too much problem. She was having sickness. For all of these abominations, verse 27, for all of these abominations the men of the land have done who were before you, and thus the land is defiled. You are living in graveyards. They did this abomination before you. But you have power tonight. You have power. Tonight to erase it. Do you understand? That culture in your family. That nobody is happy in their marriage. You cannot see unified family. Everybody is fighting. We can erase it. Tonight we can erase it. From you God can start a new foundation. Amen. God can start a new foundation. You know, I use my family a lot as, as, a, as an example because I'm stupendously grateful to God. I don't know how else I will say it. I don't know how else I will say it. If you see Joshua and Bamsha planning, Mama, Josh is outside this country. The hours not withstanding. Bamsha will call him when Barcelona lost, all of us drank medicine in that house that day to sleep. So I, I said, why are we this sad? Jojo was not talking. Nobody was talking. Nobody was talking. Bamsha called him and said, bros, 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 we are finished. I said, bros, we are not finished to reverse that statement. What do you mean? Joshua was so sad. But you have families where the person who married your sister, you want knife on that person. You want to starve that. And these people go to church on Sunday. That's the one that is paining me. They are in church. They are elders and deacons. And, and you know, they are inside the thing. They own it. Custodians of evil. The Bible said they sold this thing before you. For that reason, the land was what? Defiled. Now look at this, this, this uh, verse 27. We'll read it to, to 29. That's where we stop. And thus, lest the land vomit you out also when you defile it, as it vomited out the nations that were before you. For whoever commits any of these abominations, the person who commits them shall be cut off from among their people. What else do you need to hear? What else? See, let me give you one counsel. 
if your family refuses to come out from idolatry, you come out from that family. Can I say it again? If your family refuses to come out from idolatry, what should you do? Come out from that family. That is how desperately in love with God we are. Are you listening to me? There is no biological relationship that will tie me to a covenant of Egypt. None. 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 That is your family house where the father is buried, the mother is buried, the wife is buried. You guys won't exhume and take to a mortuary. I detach, announce it. I detach from this family. I separate. When you die, who will bury you? Ask them what tell them what my father said. Who cares? Who cares? Who told you how I am buried determines where I'm going? Who cares? There is a church family that you have. Are you listening to me? There is is bigger than any biological family. In this service today, this hall takes 1,300 and there are people in the foyer. So we are approximately 1,500. We are enough barrier for you if you are even allowed to die. When we all gather at your wedding, we are enough. We are enough. You only have a problem if you don't have a family church. But you are not in an isolated environment. How many people know the family of Sam? How many people know his mother? How many people know his father? But you are contributing to paying house rent for him. That's family. Did you hear me today? That's family. Something phenomenal happened on our, on our director's group chat. One of our directors sent me a picture. Just saying, thank you, mommy. Thank you. Say, you don't know the things you are doing. What is she said, me like this, you made me a director. To earn 350000 every month, me like this. Then she sent a picture of where she lives. When I saw that picture, I say a member of this latter house. He's lived, that thing is a thing. I don't know what to call it. It's like where I was born. I put it on the director's group. I said by 1st of May, this woman must leave that house to another house. To tell you the truth, tomorrow morning we are going to pay for a, new, a house for her. A new house. A new house. Who then? True or false? 8 a.m. We are going to pay for a new house for her. Elbow your neighbor say, that's church. She didn't... Is here, she's hearing it. It's now she's hearing it. It's now she's hearing it. It's now she's hearing it. The present fine house, the found houses, we began to look, began to choose. This is the house, our own, one of our own. Put this picture again. How can a member of Latter House live here? A minister... Tomorrow, 8 a.m., I told Rudel to get the agent. So we'll take her there, go and put her. 
Then go around the house. How many windows? How many chairs? How many beds? That's family. So nobody can look at you and threaten you and say, hey, 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 we are your family. You look at your sister sitting next to you. Look at her. Look at her. If we get it right in this latter house and we live according to the word of the Lord, this is your sister. This one will make sure you don't suffer. I want take a look. Look. Look at him. This Monday. This Monday. This is your brother. This is this. This. When you are in need, this person will make sure. That's how it should be. This person will make sure. She's moving. I wish I told you so that we can put the picture of the house. I wish I told you earlier on. Because I didn't know I would be talking about it. That's family. That's family. We are going to pay for the house tomorrow. She will move in. Sam, I, said, I, I saw that there are other, it, it, it's made like an estate. So I was telling him, I said, I need to go there myself tomorrow. So that if, it's, if I like it enough, then we pay for this one. Then we now pay for Sam to stay inside. Yes, that's why we are not broke and we can never. Yes. Never. Yes. We can never be broke. Yes. Go and ask, do you have a burial ground inside this house? Do you have? Who has them? That's why I'm going there tomorrow. Yes. Do, is there anybody that died that is the owner of this house? That they buried, where did the person go? There? Fine. We go around the house and check. Water is doing. Light is doing. Everything is doing. We go get curtains. Get whatever. Get whatever. And put. She will move in and know God has given her a family. Rise up on your feet. You need to celebrate the Christian family. Celebrate it. I'm sure you have been empowered to take the next step towards a better future. Now, let Pastor Jemima Mbaye release a blessing over you. I send forth the word of the Lord. I release the power of the Holy Spirit to meet you in your classroom, to meet you in your boardroom, to meet you at home and shift the things that need to be shifted in your life. I send forth the angels of the Lord ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. Let them go into your business. Let them go into your house. Let them go into your body. Let them go into your family. In this city, I decree and declare, he shall rise for himself and people. They shall come from the north. They shall come from the south. They shall come from the east. They shall come from the west of this city. We press into the spirit and we release the harvest of our plateau. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Feel free to join us in any of our services on Sundays for our celebration service, 845 a.m. And Tuesdays, communion service, 5.30 p.m. All at the Crest Hotel, Old Airport Road, Joss. You can also pick up more of these inspiring messages at the Rema Shop of any of the Last House Christian Center branches. God bless you and welcome to your days of glory.